You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Welcome to this segment of Because You Asked. I'm Barry Newsbaum. In this episode, we have a question we've been receiving from multiple people in many states across the country. They want to know, mosques, when you have one in your town, what could be done about it when numerous imams are openly pe- preaching hatred of America and violence against Americans from many of these same mosques? Great question. No easy answer. First, let's explore how pervasive this issue is and perhaps why we keep getting this question over and over again from all over the country. By a quick survey using Google, you will find hundreds of examples similar to the ones I'm about to give you now. First, Siraj Wahaj is the Imam of the Taqwa Mosque in New York. It's a huge one. He's a prominent Islamic cleric with a long history of involvement in extremist causes. In his sermons on homosexuality, he condemns homosexuals as, quote, a disease of this society and cites the death penalty stipulated by the Quran. Siraj Wahaj's comments about jihad are even more extreme. In the first few clips you'll find online, you'll see him raising money for the Benevolence International Foundation, which the Treasury Department designated in 2002 as a financier of terrorism. Its leader, Inam Arnott, was a close friend of bin Laden. And according to prosecutors, the Benevolence International Foundation raised money for Al-Qaeda and other groups engaged in armed violence overseas against Americans. Wow. Number two, there's a very prominent mosque in Washington, D.C. tied to two of the 9-11 hijackers. Here's what Fox News reported nationally on that mosque. All right, Brian. I got new shocking reports. A mosque outside of Washington, D.C. with connections to at least two 9-11 hijackers has been doing outreach inside American prisons for the last decade. Government documents reveal the mosque is, is a known front for Hamas operatives and has been linked to numerous individuals linked to terrorism financing. So how the heck does this happen? Here with the details is the man who uncovered the story, Ryan Morrow. He's the national security analyst at the Clarion Project. Ryan, how did you come across this? Well, Dar al-Hijra, the extremist mosque, sent out a fundraising pitch where they're asking for donations in order to continue their prison outreach that's been going on for over 10 years, despite the fact that it takes about 30 seconds to find out the extremism of this mosque, the fact that it's connected to Hamas and the Muslim Brotherhood, that one of the founders was part of the Muslim Brotherhood apparatus in the United States that was set up to advance Hamas. And so this is one of the most extreme mosques in the country, getting access to prison inmates. And what do you say to people who say, this this uh, imam doesn't preach hatred, doesn't preach anti-Americanism, doesn't preach Islamic extremism. Well, he is openly a supporter of the Muslim Brotherhood, and there's a videotape of a lecture that he gave uh, last year at a high school in Virginia where he blatantly said that Muslims need to be first in line to get arms for jihad. Three, the Islamic Society of Boston, which the Boston Marathon bombers Tamerlane and Zokar Sanarov attended, has numerous connections to jihadi terrorists. The Islamic Society of Boston was founded by Abluhum Raham Alamudi, the leader of the moderate Muslim group in Washington throughout the 1990s. Turns out he was an al-Qaeda financier and is now in prison. Convicted jihadi terrorists Afi Zaduki and Tarak Mahana had also been members of the Islamic Society of Boston. The former imam of the Islamic Society of Boston, Sujab Webb, is revered in the mainstream media as a moderate. 
but he's actually denounced secularism as a radical lunatic ideology. He also once headed up a fundraiser for a cop killer with arch-terrorist Anwar al-Awlaki. According to terror expert Pam Geller, several surveys have shown up to 80% of mosques in the United States teach hatred of infidels and the necessity to replace the U.S. Constitution with Sharia. Does anyone in law enforcement care about what's being preached? How many homegrown domestic terrorists must there be before the mosques are really monitored? There have been many deadly Islamic attacks since 9-11, each one with a mosque behind it and the imprimatur of a Muslim cleric. I found over a hundred similar examples across America. You don't need me to list them all as I know you get the point. The question is, what can be done about it? For the last eight years, radical Islam was off limits, literally. Violence across America perpetrated in the name of Islam, often by perpetrators who had sworn allegiance to ISIS either before or during their attacks, were mischaracterized as workplace violence, or the acts of a deranged individual, or these acts were cited as the need to create more gun control. The common thread of radicalized Islam encouraged by radicalized imams signing Quranic verses was never cited in the press, ever! In spite of the fact that law enforcement is authorized to go anywhere at any time in the pursuit of criminals, especially in the cases of possible terrorism, Islam was called the religion of peace by those in government and was for all intents and purposes untouchable. In the White House yesterday, President Trump spoke, spoke clearly using the words radical Islamic terror and made no unclear statement. He intends to pursue it as the enemy of a free and safe America. I expect, based on the actions so far from him, we are about to see a change in law enforcement in the United States going forward. Thanks, viewers, for this great question. Please keep your questions coming to American Truth Project and our social media on Facebook or Twitter. And if we select your question, you will get a special gift. We are here to answer your urgent questions because you asked. I'm very Nussbaum. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.